Welcome, true believers, back to the Nerd Smash Talk Cast. I am your host and guide, LT Thornton. And hey, guess what? I am joined by the world's greatest ever co-host. That's right. It is Steve Woods. What's up, Steve? Bro, what is happening? Let me tell you something. Surprise, surprise (sighs) after surprise. My heart could not take this past week. (laughs) It was tough. It was so many emotions. It's a, it was just a wave. Just a wave, just man. Just wave after wave. This is this is going to be some stuff. Tell them what tell them what we're working with. I'm going to tell you what we're working with. Guys, we have got such a great show for you today on the Talkcast. But before we get into what we're going to be talking about on the show today, I just got to say our mission on the Talkcast is to bring you the latest in nerd culture, nerd news, and nerd reviews, whether that involves movies, TV, video games, D&D, science, comic books, anime, whatever. We will cover it because, hey, guess what? Being a nerd is just not as limiting as you think it is. It is not. Listen, this episode is completely unplanned because we did not think that it was going to be this kind of week, but holy smokes. It turned into Hypesville, USA. Uh, Just so much that we got to talk about. Let me give you a little taste of what we're going to be covering on the TalkCast today. So, we have some reviews for some things that we saw. Uh, there was a series on Amazon, I think we've been alluding to it over the past couple of weeks, uh, called Invincible, it's an animated series. Uh, we are going to be giving our thoughts on this show. Uh, we also have a movie that just came out on Netflix called Mitchells vs. the Machines, uh, that we are going to get into, so strap in for that, because I think you're going to want to hear that. Uh... Marvel dropped a three minute and eleven second just <laughs> trailer uh, with titles. We're going to cover everything about it, what it means for the future, you know, what even it, it just came out. <laughs> it just came out. It just came out. Uh, so we're going to touch base on that, but we're going to bring back our old segment, "What's Hot in the Streets." And I think there's no better what's hot in the streets than what this day is, which the day that we are recording this, at least, it is May the 4th. Or in some nerd circles, it's May the 4th be with you. Of course it is. That's my circles. It is. Well, that's your circles. I personally (laughs) practice uh, the uh, Revenge of the Fifth. Okay. But that's that's just my philosophy there. Uh, I like to call it Cinco de Mayo, but whatever. (laughs) Uh, That's cultural appropriation. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you, you monster. Uh, Yeah, no, um, but big Star Wars things, festivities, things are coming out today. So uh, as our resident Star Wars expert, what do we got to look forward to today and beyond? Well, I'll tell you, a lot of the local uh, 
vintage toy stores had lots of cool sales today. Uh, there yeah. were some special announcements from Hasbro about toys that will be releasing for the first time. Some of those characters from uh, Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order, uh, the video yeah. game. Uh, but I think the biggest piece was Disney's release of Disney some had a video. big week. Boy, let me tell you. So, Disney came out swinging this week, yeah. and they did not let us down today. Today, they revealed a very short video of the new lightsaber that extends from the hilt, and I don't know how they did it. Um, Disney is clearly sitting on some kind of uh, advanced technology that they're just <laughs> saving for consumer purchasing this was like what the hell you showed me this video just before we started recording and i literally stopped and was like wait what the hell is that a working lightsaber yes <laughs> and it just like i just said it extends from the hilt i don't know what it's made of or mm. anything like that and i'll tell you man it looks like it's going to be tied into the star cruiser the galactic star cruiser resort at uh hollywood studios in disney world um, oh what if you don't yeah, know, what is that? If you don't know anything about that, that is the themed resort at the at the Hollywood Studios in Disney World that will be uh, immersive in the sense that it's only a three day visit, and the entire three days you are in a starship, meaning there's no windows to the outside. Each mm. each stateroom will look like uh, a cruise ship. But Star Wars themed, the windows will be outer space, and you'll board a special transport that will take you directly to Black Spire Outpost inside of Galaxy's Edge. So complete immersion there. Now, while you're in the hotel, certain things will happen depending on your outcome from Smuggler's Run and Rise of the Resistance. So if you are a pilot on Smuggler's Run, someone, the, a group of stormtroopers may come to your stateroom and ask you questions, or you may be uh, given pieces of information in the hotel lobby to then take on Smuggler's Run or Rise of the Resistance. It's going to be very immersive. And I believe that this lightsaber will only be available to you if you do this. Now, I looked Jeez. up the prices, right? It's like it's like four grand for four people for three days. Now, if you're a Disney aficionado <laughs> like myself, you know that those four days are going to be something spectacular. Or yeah. those three days are going to be something spectacular. Uh, and that cost is pretty standard. I mean, there's not, <laughs> there's, not, <laughs> there's not a ton that you can do there as far as wiggle room if you're staying in the park, in a resort, and enjoying those amenities. So this added bonus of all this immersion... I think is only the tip of the iceberg because remember with that, we have Marvel campus coming very soon oh. and that wait, immersion wait. level. I, I think they said something about being moment. able to stay in a resort that like, it's like Stark tower, oh. which will have that same type of immersion there. So uh, yeah, all good stuff from Disney today. Thanks. Yeah. May the fourth be with you. Yeah. Um, how much before we I see just, these lightsabers for five grand on uh, eBay? I don't. I don't know. I mean, a lot of money. Save your pennies, but nerds. Of what I heard, the thing I'm more concerned about is just like the immersion and all the stuff you were talking to me about. Because I, 
I guess the pessimistic side of me only sees the the negatives of that because how long until like <laughs> the stormtroopers go to knock on the door and it's just like somebody just butt naked in there with <laughs> <laughs> It's me. I'm the one that's butt naked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, what you want? Uh we can come back. No, no, no. I paid for this. <laughs> I paid for this. <laughs> We're doing this now. We're doing this now. <laughs> I gotta go eat breakfast after this. So go ahead and ask the questions. You got some mentally scarred, oh, like man. actors in stormtrooper costumes. Like, jeez, man, what? I love Can you... it. I love it. <laughs> the room just has that odor, that that post-coitus odor. That just... <laughs> Or worse, you just see like the guy standing there naked, and then the, the slave Leia's costume oh! sitting on the bed. But like, there's nobody else there's in the room. There's nobody with else. <laughs> like, um, is your uh, wife here, sir? No, it's just me. <laughs> this is part of my fantasy. Oh, I'm just wondering how long it takes until it's turned oh. into a sex thing. <laughs> God, it won't be long. I think you just did it. It's not even open yet. <laughs> Disney security guard is followed up behind them with some real questions. Oh my god. <laughs> Sir, did you flash the employees of this park? Uh, you are not dressed up. This is not immersive. <laughs> What's that name tag say? Doug? I'm not I'm not immersed in Star Wars oh, right now. Man. <laughs> Uh, why? Did, that's, why? You're right. That's the that's, bad part. <laughs> that's the messed up. It's the messed up side of my brain. <laughs> well, someone's gonna sue the park because they saw a raccoon in a trash can or something, and be like, "That's not Star Wars." <laughs> You're absolutely right about that. <laughs> you're, well, if you know anything about Disney, though, they don't even leave trash. You can't even find trash on the ground. Yeah, I'm just saying. you're right. You're right. It's weird. I'm but, just. Someone's yeah. going to be looking for that. You said immersive. <laughs> I saw things in places that were not immersive. <laughs> I paid for full immersion. <laughs> I don't know why I did the stereotypical uh, voice cracking there. Just Because it's accurate. Uh, that's, that's mean. Because if it was... I'm sitting here groaning just a minute ago about living in Stark Tower. Uh, like, I wouldn't be sitting there. C- call me Captain America. <laughs> Say it. Say, Say it. it. Say, my... <laughs> Say my name is Captain America. Do call it. Call me Dr. Doom. Yeah. <gasps> Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm Do a it. scumbag. <laughs> uh, we got a couple other things from Disney today. Uh, one of those things was the Bad Batch premiered today. I haven't had a chance yeah. to watch it yet, but it looks like yeah. it's a 70, 70 minute premiere. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Thank you for that. I don't even know how many episodes this thing is going to have, but uh, I'm knows? sure we'll talk about it when it's over. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, is it week by week for it the is. show? It is. Oh, okay. So I guess we'll try to review it once it's all done. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, and who yeah. knows? It could be like the first uh, 
the first episodes of the Clone Wars and have 77 episodes per season, you never know. Yeah. Or it yeah. could be like <laughs> towards the end where it's like 12 <laughs> or 13 or whatever. But uh, looks good I though. Am, I've not decided yet if I'm going to watch it only because I still haven't finished the last couple seasons of Clone Wars. Oh. And Man. I it feels like I'm skipping, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, they had a pretty prominent part towards the end of the Clone Wars, and yeah. uh, I think it would you'd maybe feel like you cheated yourself had you not yeah. watched it, so I get it. <sighs> I get the it. The worst. I'm just uh, the Disney worst. also updated their title cards for mm-hmm. all the Star Wars stuff with different art from drawn from uh, different artists around the world, so if you have been on Disney+, Plus, check out those new title cards. They're pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, I saw that they added uh, the new Captain America as well as one of the avatars you can select. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, go ahead, Disney Plus. I'll see you. But uh, why don't we go ahead and roll all this uh, this Disney goodness into some Marvel goodness yes, because sir. we had a trailer that came out. Was it yesterday? Um, was that yesterday or Sunday or was that Monday? I think it was Monday. Yeah, I, think I think it was, it was Monday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like I said, three minutes and 11 seconds long. Uh, it this is basically showing... encouraging us to yes. go back to the theater yes, and really enjoy the things that we've enjoyed for, can you believe it, the last yeah. 13 years, brother? Yes. Man, if you remember on mm. May 2nd, 2008, we watched Iron Man for the first time in theaters. <sighs> And, uh, yeah, it started there 13 yeah. years ago, man. It's, it's literally insane. Yeah. Uh, I did not expect with Iron Man back then to kind of be where we are now. Right. And then just to see this thing, first of all, Ooh. this three minute, 11 second trailer did more to encourage people to go back to movie theaters, I think, than... Any other ad campaign, like whoever put this together, I don't know if there's Oscars for like, <laughs> there's like gotta be some kind of ad awards or something like yeah. that because Stanley's voiceover, Stanley's oh. voiceover, combined with seeing the live audience reaction of Endgame, mm. those two things right there, double whammy. I had tears rolling down my streaks by the Boy, midway point when he was talking about that person, <laughs> that guy next to you, he's your brother. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're right. You are absolutely right. And we yeah. sat in those theaters for yes. 13 years <laughs> with a stranger that became our brother on opening night. Yes, we did. And it proceeds to just go through and give you all this goodwill that's been built up. And then they're like, and it's time to get back in the movies. And they start hitting you. First, you see some Black Widow footage, and you're like, all right, well, Black Widow's coming. New date, July 9th. Uh, I don't have the other dates in front of me. What else did they start putting out there? The very next one, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Shang-Chi. Oh, my God. September 4th? September 3rd. 3rd. Okay. And then we got some footage from a movie that we have not seen any footage from yet. (laughs) And that was The Eternals. Holy smokes. Yes. What did they feed that dude? What's his name? 
uh, Kamel Nanjiani. Oh my, he was massive. Yeah, dude, he is ripped, and I think he's pretty good friends with Dave Batista now. So uh, he got the uh, the right kind of uh, that's dope. program yeah. to get them yeah. muscles. Well, that um, we also saw Angelina Jolie in that. And, yes, uh, let me just uh, say. Awesome. I cannot wait yeah. for the full trailer for this. But yes. as far as the rule for the first, dope. It's not even a trailer. Right. It's a couple of scenes. It was a couple of scenes that looked incredible. It did. And, November and 5th. The, the director of Eternals is Chloe Zhao, mm. who literally just won the Oscar for, for Nomad Land. <laughs> right. Incredible. Good so, God, Marvel. <laughs> so we have November 5th for the Eternals, which is great. Fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. then we got the title card for Spider-Man No Way Home. And yes. I thought they were going to show some, man. Didn't you? I, for a second, I, I held my breath like, oh, here we go. But also what I love up to this point is um, starting in July, we get a new Marvel movie every other month till yeah. the end of the year. Except yeah. for Eternals and Spider-Man, which are one month back to back. That's... That's crazy. <laughs> it is. I mean, because essentially what we're looking at is number one box office leading into the number one box office. Yeah. No, for sure. And I think the current highest grossing film is Godzilla vs. Kong at $90 million. Yeah. Yeah. So. I know Mortal Kombat was closing in on that this weekend, but I don't think they hit it. Domestically, uh, not domestically, worldwide at right. all. Yeah. And then Spider-Man No Way Home actually comes out on December 17th of this year. Yeah. That crazy. Crazy. And then we roll right into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh in that title card, let us know that we'll see that on March 25th, 2022. Ah, oh, it's a March movie. Good yes. lord, man. Oh man. <sighs> Thor Love and Thunder, which is mm. something that I'm really looking forward to. And yeah. that will hit us in spring, uh May 6th, 2022. Um, no, no movie for Memorial Day. Well, Marvel typically does uh, the beginning of May for yeah. their big blockbusters. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not. See, I never picked up on that. Okay, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Well, I, even as I'm looking at these dates now, I'm seeing you know May's. Mm -hmm. uh, the very next one, holy smokes! Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Yes. I I'm very curious what they're gonna do with that movie because mm -hmm. I I remember we talked in an earlier episode I think around when Chadwick Boseman first passed uh, I personally felt that uh, they should at least attempt to try to recast Black Panther but now I'm just kind of curious because it seems the focus is gonna be on Wakanda itself yeah and I'm curious what Ryan Coogler what elements they're gonna try to pull in for that. Um, I also, I think there's a, a big movie that shares that exact date with Black Panther. I want to say it's not the flash. It's something else. Mm. Well, they're going to um, have to move. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying they're going to have to move. That, I mean, do yeah. you remember what happened when Black Panther came out? Mm -hmm. I mean, that bad boy shut down theaters for five months. It was number one. It did. What, what date is that again? July 8th, 2022. Yeah, I I will look that up now. But okay. uh, you know, Marvel clearly knows. I mean, they've had that date earmarked, and I know like 
other studios have seen it, but to just announce that that's going to be your Black Panther movie is like, blah, 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 what is So, coming after Black Panther Wakanda Forever, same year, Mm -hmm. November 11th, Captain Marvel 2. Nope, wrong, the Marvels. What the hell? (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) And they have the logos in there for both Monica Rambeau's Captain Marvel or Photon also. And also Ms. Marvel, who's getting her mm-hmm. Disney Plus show, I believe by the end of the year? Yeah. End of this year? Well, just a side note here, we saw that costume this week, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it looks Incredible. good. Incredible. Very accurate. Yeah. Um. By the way, going back to our original point, um, I believe the movies that are uh, slated to come out on that same day... July 8th, 2022. So you've got Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Black Adam, Fantastic Beasts 3, Kill Yourself, (laughs) Minions The Rise of Gru, and Indiana Jones 5. Oh, stop it. Disney's not doing that. They're not doing that. They're not doing that. They're not. Yeah, they'll push but, that Indiana Jones into September if they have to. Yeah, but uh, I'm I'm very curious. Uh, I th- I definitely think Fantastic Beast is going to move. I'm curious if DC wants to try to put the power of the Rock versus the power of Black Panther. Nope. They don't want. They don't want no smoke. They they want this movie to go off without a hitch. They're not doing I, yeah. that. They're not. There's yeah. no way. I definitely feel like they can't afford it. Uh-oh. And then. To your point with uh, the Marvels, uh, apparently right now, The Flash currently is slated to open against that. So Move. it'll be curious to see Move. what opens. <laughs> Disney is just muscling people off of these know, just through Get the, out of just here. For the next two years, just move. Yeah. Move. But, you don't uh, live here anymore. That Black Panther movie is going to have an insane amount of goodwill to it because think about how much people love the original Black Panther. You're going to have the sympathy part with, you know, the passing of Chatwick Boseman. Uh, And then the curiosity piece. The curiosity piece, too. Plus just putting Wakanda forever, like the the best thing to come out of that movie, really. Like that free is it's they're. It's genius. It it's is genius. genius. That's what, I mean, that was probably the most, well, that was one of the most impactful title cards that we saw. Yeah. I mean, that was huge. I mean, yeah. I, I literally stood up when I saw mm-hmm. it. Uh, mm-hmm. So after the Marvels on November 11th, we are in 2023, homie. Yes. February 17th, 2023, Ant-Man... And the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Yeah, God. <laughs> yeah, go. right. Twenty. We're talking about twenty twenty three at this point. We are. That's what Marvel does, man. Oh, Just God. They're telling us right into our faces, bruh. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, May fifth. I'm so happy that has a date now. <laughs> I know. Me too. Weren't you kind of worried about it? Like Not getting kind of lost it. or being pushed out too far. I I don't know. It's definitely pushed out because 
you know, there's the stuff with the pandemic, and then James Gunn had to finish his other commitments, and just all this other stuff had come up, and I wasn't really worried about it necessarily never coming out, but, you know, it's it's going to be so far from two. Mm. I'm curious to see where the movie picks up right. with the characters. Right. So we'll see. So for this phase four, uh, it looks great. And then they just wrapped it up <laughs> with a shiny blue number four. Yes, they did. Sons of guns. Fantastic four is confirmed to be at the end of phase four, at least if they don't announce anything else for phase four, I don't even know if they're doing phases anymore. Cause they haven't really used the term phase four for a while now. Well, because uh, they didn't say it was a fantastic four movie. So mm-hmm. it kind of, I felt like did double duty with that f- number four, as far as people who know where we're at, yeah. know it's phase four and they also yeah. know what's coming down the pipeline correct uh and that doesn't even count all the disney plus marvel titles that are also coming down the pipeline man they just started filming for moon Knight, and it's just (laughs) just started i can't even i can't even process like what it's it's just exciting all around so marvel simultaneously hit us with news and knowledge and also put us in our feels with like how well they've been doing this for this long so you know, tip of the cap, years, my friend. Tip of the cap. Uh, if anybody's gonna bring you back to a movie yeah. after a pandemic, it's it's gonna be Marvel. Mm-hmm. So, and it, even Disney couldn't pull this off. Yeah, it had to be Marvel. Had to be. <laughs> it had to be. It did. Yeah. So, you know, here we go. Good job. Let's. Uh, and I felt like that was also Kevin Feige's rebuke. Of Disney Plus, not Disney Plus, but Premier Access. Premier Access on Disney. He's Plus. like, let's get back in the movies, people. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about that now? That's going to be my question to you. So July 9th. Mm-hmm. Today's July seventh. Mm-hmm. You know, July 9th is coming. It is. What are you doing? Probably still the drive-in. Yeah. That's at least the goal. Yeah. Um. If if things just feel like a lot better, like we. Like, there's just this rapid kind of, like, the numbers drop so dramatically. Maybe I'll consider it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. I'm with you, but, bro. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. We will have to see. But le- I'm definitely looking forward to the future on, on yeah. both of these. Yeah. So. Shang-Chi? Uh, I mean, that looks so babe. good to me. September. <laughs> September. I can't wait. That looks like I really so fun. So yes. fun. Yes, it does. Ugh. And I, fo- I follow Simu, Li- Simu Liu on Twitter now. And the dude is awesome and hilarious. Super humble. Knows his comic books and stuff. Like, this dude asked to be in a Shang-Chi movie back in 2013 on Twitter. He said, hey, Marvel, how about we make a Shang-Chi movie? Oh, my God. And they were like, you know what? <laughs> Hold, please. No. <laughs> they still auditioned him. They didn't actually like wait and stuff. It yeah. just, it was like him kind of speaking things into power. And the same thing with Tiana Paris's Captain Marvel. Like she said something years and years ago mm. about, oh man, that would be cool if Marvel picked me out to be Monica Rambo. And oh. it just something that happened. That's well, I feel like that's part of the love, right? They don't. Yeah. They look for for that. I'm sure. Oh yeah. I'm sure. Oh yeah. It's an element of it. It's definitely an element of because you're gonna be having these people doing. 
five, six, seven, eight, nine movies possibly. Yeah. You want them to actually be invested in this. And, I mean, look at the very clear benefit that these actors have once they're in a Marvel movie. The, the things they're able to do after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Marvel's only attracting higher tier and higher quality talent. Like, this whole Eternals Chloe Zhao thing, um, that's that's going to be a game changer, possibly. Um, if, if things kind of turn out like people are kind of saying it is. Yeah. So, I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, but anyway, let's go ahead, because we've still got two reviews to get to. Oh my and gosh. we don't want to go over our time. <laughs> We have we have to talk about uh, a couple of things, and I want to start, well, before we begin talking about things, just to quickly reiterate, we do have a rating system on the Nerd Smash Talk cast, and we rate things on a scale from uh, bad, which is the mud butt, better than bad, which is 720p, uh, okay, which is your Kristen Stewart, Liam Hemsworth, Cuba Gooding Jr., you know, just eh. Uh, you have good, which is what we call Demolition Man, and you're excellent, which is your video game windscreens. So, uh, let's just go ahead and jump right in. Uh, first with the movie on Netflix that came out, uh, I believe. Was it just over the weekend, or was it sometime last week? No, it came out on Friday. Did it? Okay. Yeah. So came out on Friday. Uh, it was The Mitchells versus The Machines. Now, this is from Lord and Miller who uh, were producers on this. They helped uh, produce, I believe, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the Lego movie. Uh, You know, they were the original directors of Solo. They have a really good track record. Uh, Last Man on Earth, you know? (laughs) Yeah. They're just attached to very high-quality things. So, Steve, before I begin, what what were your your thoughts on this? So, slept on it. (laughs) Slept on it. Friday came out. I was like, oh, that looks interesting. Add it to my queue. Sunday yeah. morning, uh, the family's together. You know, just finished breakfast. Let's watch this movie. Holy shit. <laughs> Was not expecting what we got. Uh, the amount of comedy mixed with heart uh, and kind of a social mirror held up was awesome i love this movie Uh, and i wasn't ready i wasn't ready for it i wasn't i i was i really turned it on thinking it's going to be kind of one of those throwaway things but let Mm -hmm. me tell you some of the actors in this movie that lended their uh voices um let's just break it down danny mcbride maya rudolph plays the mom Eric yeah. Andre plays Mark, the social media. Yeah. And you know I'm a huge <laughs> Mark for Eric yeah. Andre. I, I picked him yeah. out immediately. I was like, yo, that's Eric Andre. Yeah. yeah. Olivia Look Coleman, at you becoming mainstream. Uh, who is, you know, uh, an incredible actress from shows like The Crown and Broadchurch. Uh, yeah. And then two of my favorites, both Beck Bennett and Fred Armisen, played... Uh, kind of the comic relief droids if you will yeah yeah uh, in a great De- way in a great way definitely picked out beck bennett's voice he's got a very distinct voice yeah, yeah he does. uh also abby jacobson from broad city like yes. she's 
She's awesome. Yes. She's also in uh, Disenchanted as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, stellar voice cast. Yeah, it just keeps uh, going. It just keeps going. It did. It does. Yeah. But it wasn't even just the voices for me. Like, I, I agree with you. I loved this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even going to hide it. Like, video game windscreens for me. All yeah, that too. Oh, I'm sorry. That was, uh... Yeah, that's 100% for me, video game windscreen. Outstanding. I think that part of it was... Part of my feeling on this was I wasn't expecting it. And it was just quality on all points. Yeah. it It hits you fast and early with exactly what kind of movie you're getting mm-hmm. it's it's artistic it's simultaneously beautiful and weird it is everything that i love about art and animation um you know it took the main character's kind of interest in art and uh you know film and stuff like that and kind of tied it into like some of the visual stuff they were putting into the background right. you've got elements of of like real life that's in this movie too, with like the real pictures in the picture frames or <laughs> <Yes>. the <laughs> or yeah. the real YouTube videos or something. It is in the one family is also voiced by John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. Like, right, and what accurate is this movie. And it's accurate. So accurate. <laughs> it's so accurate. And they're called the Posey family. The Posey. And I'm like, that is so true. <laughs> Because everybody has that family on their social media that they look at yeah. like, oh man, I wish I could be like them. Well, that oh, was yeah. this family, and it was oh, yeah. it was just so accurate. Got me right right where it was supposed to. But this movie was so way right up my alley. Because you especially know, Steve, like I have an affinity for the weird and the dark corners of yeah. the internet and YouTube. Yes. And the things that seem like they make sense. My humor is off. And there is so much in this movie. You have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) It incorporates some meme into the movie as well. Man, that Gibbon with the dad. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is just so good. It is. Man, I, I cannot praise this movie enough, guys. You have. If you set aside... Some time in your day, sit down and watch this movie. If you enjoyed Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and some of the visual flair that Mm -hmm. that movie had, this movie is going to overwhelm your senses in a good way and just bombard you with just the joy of what animation is. Mm, This is one of my favorite animated things that have come out in like the last five to ten years. Okay, um, there are actual boundaries being pushed with this movie, bro. That that's beautiful. I, I, it is. It's it's pushing animation past being just something commercial, right? Like this doesn't feel like oh, the next thing, or you know, this is something. This actually feels like something changed, right? Oh man. Man, hit them some more. They ain't ready. They ain't ready. Man, if you haven't checked out this movie, it is everything he said and more. There's so much yeah. heart here, too. Uh, the yeah. storyline is fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Very endearing and, characters on both sides. I think you have to look at Sony Sony uh, Pictures Animation as 
I think really severely underrated now because they've got yeah. the Hotel Transylvania movies, yeah. which all definitely have a unique style, yeah. and those are helmed by uh, Jindy Tartakovsky. Um, they got the Spider-Verse movies. Two is going to be announced and coming out soon. Who knows what the hell that movie's going to do or be. Mm. You've got this Mitchells versus the Machines movie. Um, I think they have something else coming out that's like wildly different. And this movie's been on my radar for a minute, too, because when it first was, uh, when it first had a trailer come out, it was called Connected. Yeah. And I saw the Lord Miller connection. Uh, I saw the animation kind of flares in that original trailer. I was like, this looks really good. I'm going to have to check this out when it comes out. Did not expect it to be renamed and come on Netflix. But as soon as I saw it drop on Netflix or something, I said, that's that movie. I can't remember the original name of it, but I, I have to see that. It, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I'm just, I'm rambling now because of how it good. It was just so good, though, man. And it, again, literally out of nowhere, some of our listeners may not even know it exists at this point. Yeah. But please seek it out. You won't yeah. be sorry. You just won't. You really won't. And we're trying to stay away from spoilers on this because of how good it is. And we really want to entice you guys. So please watch it. Hit us up. Let us know what you think about the movie. And share it with your friends and family because a movie like this really needs to be praised and uplifted to kind of show, like, you know, because I think we appreciate Disney animated features. Stark contrast here. Yeah. I mean, this is so much fun packed into a movie. Yeah. You can't compare something like this to something like Raya and the Last Dragon. Mm-mm. Honestly, this movie dunks on Soul so hard, and that's it, hard for me to say because I does, loved a lot though. about Soul. It dunks on it so hard. It's got, it's just more relevant, mm-hmm. is the point I'm trying to get at. And as somebody that handled better, yeah, as somebody that loves art, that appreciates, you know, what art is, what it can do, and people that push boundaries, um, this movie is so important. I will say this uh, about the art. we I wasn't ready for their expression of art in this movie in yeah. the form that it came in, which is very relevant to now. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, I just didn't, yeah. I guess it's just something I didn't recognize when you talk about that kind of thing. But throughout mm-hmm. the whole movie, it's definitely present. And I am somebody that doodled, like, my whole life. Mm. Uh, just on like the corners and the margins of notebooks, and you will see. I mean, it's exactly what the like the kind of goofy stuff I would draw on paper that are popping up throughout this movie, and there are legitimate, like hand drawn elements of this film that are mixed in with the CGI seamlessly. Yeah, and I say it's even more important than like a Spider Verse because. There's always a certain element of uh, an audience that's going to go see a Spider-Man movie, me included. Mm-hmm. But this movie, it's 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 no connected IP, okay? There's no previous history to it. It's just a good story, a good movie that just goes out there and it just dunks so hard on, on the genre. On any animation that we've seen this year. Yeah. Beyond this year. Yeah. I can't yeah. think of a movie, I mean, other than like... Maybe Spider Verse or the really high quality things like a like a Soul or, you know, I'm I'm blanking on other stuff, but like, 
just kind of effects wise, I, I've not seen anything like this in a really. See, long I feel time. like Disney was taking this shift into live action for yeah. a lot of their stories. Mm-hmm. Why, when you've got movies like this, why? There's no they're reason just, do better. They're just making money off of existing IP yeah. when they could be making real strides. And I would actually, I I know that Pixar team's got to really be feeling it because I bet they feel shoehorned in a lot of ways and then you see a studio like sony come out and put a movie like this out mm-hmm. well they've, and been, just, they've been working towards this for a while like you said with the lego movie yeah. uh batman lego movie you know all those things that hit on different notes than any disney movie we've seen yeah and now we have this that's it that is has the same heart as a disney yes. movie in a completely different package yes absolutely so guys please go see this uh, cannot stress it enough. So Video we game it. windscreens. Yeah. Outstanding. Hadoukens. Perfect. <laughs> All that stuff. <laughs> Perfect. Outstanding. I was a pancake. Victory. I can actually say flawless victory to this movie, Let's unlike see. last week. All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> All, right. Okay. All right, but let's go ahead and move on. So I, I want to go ahead and put the spoiler warning out for this one because we are going to be discussing full spoilers on the next thing that we are going to be talking about, and that is Amazon Prime's Invincible. Uh. <laughs> Let's talk about a total shift here. <laughs> <laughs> so we left feeling great from the Mitchells. Yes. And then we have this show. This show. Talk about uh, it. So, this is based off of uh, Robert Kirkman's uh, comic, Invincible. Uh, Robert Kirkman's also the writer of The Walking Dead. And (laughs) Invincible uh, just follows this uh, guy, Mark Grayson. His dad is the most powerful superhero on the planet, Omni-Man, like a Superman allegory. Uh, He finally finds out his powers, and... You know, he starts kind of, it's like a coming-of-age story on, like, Mm -hmm. oh, he's kind of starting out as a superhero, uh, and and kind of what entails for that, and what responsibilities are owed to him, and stuff like that, or that he's owed. And um, immediately, this show, you know, makes itself distinct by... Hard life. Highlight, yeah. (laughs) highlighting episode one highlighting and showcasing the absolute brutality of this world and this universe and what kind of realistically this would look like Mm -hmm. for for people with powers you know uh i wasn't i wasn't ready no i wasn't ready uh, one of the things that I didn't realize is that it was by Robert Kirkman when I started watching it. It wasn't until yeah. after about the second episode that I realized, oh, yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that there's no feelings being cared about here. And we're just going <laughs> to do things. Uh, yeah. I had not been, uh, I, I wasn't educated into this world or this this existing IP for Invincible. So all of it was brand new to me, which I like. Um Yeah. I've never read the comic myself. I've heard about Invincible. I knew some plot elements of it, uh, such as like some of the stuff with Omni Man and like where it was happening and stuff like that. I, but I, I, I didn't know about like the story at large or kind of where 
exactly it was going to go or how it was going to get there. Um, so I was also like kind of pleasantly surprised with yeah. what was happening in the story. Well, let's recap the voice acting. So uh, Mark Grayson, who plays Invincible, mm-hmm. is voiced by uh, a Kirkman alum, Stephen Yoon. Yep. And who's Glenn from The Walking Dead. Glenn from The Walking <laughs> Dead, right. Um, and we have Mark's mom, who is voiced mm-hmm. by Sandra O. Oh. Fantastic. And then we have Omni-Man. <laughs> we have the MVP of this show, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, J.K.M.F. Simmons. Okay. <laughs> is there, is there, is there like an Emmy award for <laughs> voice acting? There has to be. Because he I, wins. Yeah. Um, especially towards the end of yeah. this show where he was going with it. Like, uh, the performance that he laid out, especially in that last episode, yeah. it was simultaneously brutal. It had a metric ton of heart. And it was overall just, like, devastating, hard to watch. I, I can't even put in all the words. It was tough to watch. Let's let's just give a recap here because okay. uh I feel like we skipped over some things. So we see yeah. we see a superhero group just get absolutely decimated and torn the apart. Guardians of the Globe the and they're definitely the a Justice League allegory. Definitely. Um they they're they're modeled after like what the traditional Justice League uh is and can do. And uh we see Omni-Man uh, the Superman of the group just absolutely lay waste to every single one of them, including the Fishman, the Speedster, the Amazon, all yeah. of them. Uh, and if you but man, mm, mm, my mm, favorite mm. part about the fight though is he didn't just come in and wreck house. He took blows. Yeah. It was not an easy fight for him yeah. either. A matter he, of fact, he didn't almost live through it. He right. He got put down, like, you know, he, he pretty much was slept, but not before. I'm bleeding just... in my chest. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm bleeding in my chest, Charlie Murphy. <laughs> Cold blooded. <laughs> If you I'm just watch it. That's all. That's yeah. all. Yeah. You'll you'll yeah. you'll be shocked but weirdly hooked after that first episode, I yeah. think. Well, I was kind of disappointed at that first episode. Not that I wasn't hooked, but I was like, "Oh mm-hmm. man, it's just going to be super heavy-handed." It wasn't. Yeah. No. Okay, that's the biggest thing I want to get into with this show because this show spends a lot of time with the brutality of things, right? Mm-hmm. With the uber violence, the the up close and personal nature of like seeing this violent kind of mm-hmm. um, atmosphere with like fighting and super heroics and all this stuff. But my favorite part about this show, and where to me it veers away from the boys, because the boys was also just brutally violent, yeah. make you feel like crap. But this show had a metric ton of heart. Yeah. It was just. Ugh. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you're right. 
right? So we see yeah. Mark trying to navigate his way through being a, you know, it's that kind of like that classic mm-hmm. uh, origin story for Mark. Yeah. Where he has friends, he has a life, mm-hmm. he has school, mm-hmm. and he's trying to navigate through all that and still be everything that the world wants him to be yeah. in Invincible. And I love the tie-ins with every single episode in the title card. Yeah. <laughs> with the, the, just a the blood smear after Yeah, well, uh, they'll always say something like, what does he think he is? Invincible? And then the title card comes Bling! out. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's pretty cool. It uh, was definitely clever how they worked that in. Yeah, yeah. And we see him developing these relationships, and some mm-hmm. of them going well, some of them going awry. But mm-hmm. that adds to who Invincible is. And yeah. his situation. And when that comes to a head at the end, it's just it just makes it that much more tragic. It does. I, they did a really great job of getting you invested and caring about a bunch of these characters. Mm-hmm. Especially the title character. Like, Mark Grayson, you know, he's he's handed some proper L's. For a guy named Invincible, Boy. He, gets, he gets whooped up on a lot. Yeah, he does. Uh, so... Yeah, and, and then there's the, the subtle mystery of why did Omni-Man murder the Guardians of the Globe? Uh, and that goes on it, throughout the uh, entire season. You know, it it's does, just it there, looming, yeah. looming, while he's taking the family out to Italy for pizza. Yeah. After he murdered the, you know, essentially the <laughs> Justice League. It just It's hard to wrap your mind around, but they, it was yeah. very well done. And uh, his mom, Debbie, suspects, and she's kind of doing her own investigation. Then there's a C plot with the Guardians of the the new Guardians of the Globe being like the teen team or whatever being graduated, mm-hmm. even though they're clearly not on the same scale and <laughs> not level even close <laughs> as the not Guardians of the close. Globe. Hey, did you notice that cameo that they had from Pseudo One Punch Man in the? Uh... In that in scene the... where they were trying, yeah, there's there's like fake superheroes. I'll send it to you after. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm gonna have to but, go back and rewatch that. Yeah, but there, there's definitely they're definitely alluding to a lot of different genres. The Teen Team is definitely an allegory for like the Teen Titans. Uh, you've got the kind of Starro aliens that were on Mars that were like psychically taking over mm-hmm. people. Uh, you've got the one kind of alien. Well, I, th- I think it's Alan the Alien or something like that, who was voiced by Seth Rogen, who definitely looks like a Despero or something. Yes. Um, but the Superman allegory, Omni Man, is where the show lives and breathes, and kind of the threat that he looms in the background. And again, J.K. Simmons injects just a ton of heart. You know, in a, in a way, you kind of sympathize with Omni Man. But then you see uh, an episode later uh, how he can just wreck an entire planet. Yeah. Like it's absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, And that whole father-son thing really, really kind of got me like, man, that's just, that's just tough, right? Yeah. And man, you know what? Let's just get into it. The last episode is where oh, this series kind of culminated. Um, it, the last episode is legitimately hard to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's where Omni Man is confronted with the fact that he killed the Guardians of the Globe. Right. Yes. 
and uh, dealing with that with this group that kind of manages these superheroes. Uh, and his wife and his son, he just uh, he just kind of puts the cards out on the table. He does. And obviously Invincible is like, <clears throat> no, I'm also part human and uh, I don't want to just brutally murder like the Earth or anybody that gets in my way for some alien race that I'm not even caring about. And that's exactly and, what his dad is telling him to do because he is yes. from a planet called Viltrum where the Viltrumites get stronger, faster, deadlier as they get older. He's like a thousand years old. Yeah, and dad's like a thousand years old. And keep in mind, <laughs> Invincible, 17. Literally 17 uh, yeah. year Earth yeah. years. And Still kind he, of figuring out how to fly in a way. <laughs> he whoops his tail from continent to continent, from mountaintop to seabed. It is tragic. Teaching this, this him a was... lesson. This was the the tweet that I saw that got me. It said, that man put domestic abuse on a whole new level. That's international abuse. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even domestic. (laughs) It's not. It wasn't because he didn't keep it within the continental United States. He beat him across the globe. Yeah, and uh, he also showed him how fragile humans are by just Uh. wiping out populations. I mean, I think we have to talk about the train scene. I think we have to talk about the train scene. Uh, he proceeds to hold Mark's head as a train comes on. Both of them are not going to be harmed by a train in any way. Mm-hmm. But he holds his head there and makes him sit there and watch all the people that are being massacred around him as the train passes by them. Decapitated. Yeah. And he's just, he's covered in blood. He's you know, not in a good way. And he's just like, <laughs> dad, why are you doing this? He's like, you have to understand that these humans are weak and not worth your yeah. time. Yeah. You're going to outlive them by 900 years. Yeah. And, uh, you know, none of this matters. They need to be a part of the greater. Empire. They're literally all gone in the blink of your eye for right. how long your life is. Right. Oh, including your said, mom, who is more like a pet to me. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what's even crazier is, you know, Omni Man or Nolan Grayson or whatever his actual name is, I don't know. He is kind of considered one of the soft ones of his race. Right. Uh, He did leave Mark alive and left Earth. For something. We don't know what. But we have to imagine that he would be shunned by the Viltrumites should they find out that he has not conquered the planet he was sent to conquer. Yes. Um, So, Omni-Man killed a lot of people. I think we learned (laughs) that his his hands are rated E for everyone. Uh Mm -hmm. Um, It's just, you know... I mean, what else can you say? This show, uh, to me, uh, also receives a video game windscreen. But which one? Because it's not the same as like, oh, I really won here. I left that <laughs> series feeling like, oh, you left hurt. Yeah. 
it was more like Breaking Bad than uh, than any than any kind of good feeling. But that's that's quality though. Yeah. Because once again, I can tell you, I watched the boys. I you know, and the boys, I I would put the brutality and some of the stuff that they do kind of on this show's level. But no, it wasn't the same. It, it's it's not the same. And I just don't think it has that same level of attachment to the characters, backstory, kind of really. I just think that this animated show and its brutality was handled in such a better way. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look at like, like the, the those twin uh, clones. Those yeah. were, I mean, that was a lot of character development. They didn't have a it lot was. of screen time. It I was. mean, we're not looking awesome. at anything like that on the boys. I mean, just because they drive a boat into a whale, I mean, that's not, mm-hmm. there was a purpose yeah. here versus yeah. just gore and... And and I think that's it, too. Some of the gore and brutality was kind of done for laughs. Like, oh, yuck, yuck, uh, yeah. it kind of desensitizes you to it as you go along the way. This show does not do that. Anytime they go to brutality and violence. Which is often. It is. Yeah. But it is done <laughs> for the purpose. You're seeing it from the the kind of human level of what that is and what that means and the repercussions of it. Because, like, for example, um one of Mark's first missions and he gets blown back by something like an alien shot a weapon or something. And he falls back into this lady and just like shatters her whole life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like he, she is, she is like a puddle of bones and blood. Yeah. After Even when trying to save her. people. Imagine. Oh that. yeah. Imagine. Yeah. It, and guess what? She didn't make it. No, no, <laughs> no. Just trying to save people. Even towards the end of the series when, yeah. you know, they're trying to save oh! humans. And their humans are just falling apart. It was as awful. they're trying to save him. It and was no awful. fault of the humans at all. But they yeah. were just—you just can't be saved from some things like that. They showed that kid that was dead, and the dad was reaching out for him. The yeah. man just stepped on the guy. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> so fragile. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous, man. Um, I'm very excited. This show was announced to have. Uh, already been renewed for seasons two and three. Yep. Um, hopefully they're like extended. I don't even know if I wanted extended because this eight episode season felt so. It was. It was a perfect. lot, man. It, it was, was a lot and the perfect amount. It was for sure. So I give lots of credit. Uh, I'm trying to decide now if I want to go and read the comic now. Because I almost feel like it's going to spoil me for what happens in the show. Mm. I have no idea. I think I'm just going to wait for the show because... Maybe it's, read it, it after episode or season three, you know? Maybe, maybe. And from what I hear from like other Invincible fans on like Twitter and stuff, uh, the real brutality has not started yet. Mm. And that's really hard to believe <laughs> after that last episode that we saw. It is. So... We will see. I am a fan. I am excited to see where we go with it. Um, you know. Yeah, man. Windscreen. Flawless victory. That's the second time I can say that. Yeah, that's awesome. Perfect. It was a good week. It was. Such it was a, a good, good week. week, man. Very exciting all around. Yeah. But anyway, guys, that is our show for this week. Yeah, yay. Steve, where can they find you on the socials? So you can find us on Twitter at nerd smash underscore tc 
And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steve L. Dub. That's right. And you can find me on Twitter at LT the Fifth. That's L T T H A F I F T H. Uh, and you can also reach out to us uh, on the old email if you have a question for the show or you just want to pass us some additional information. Uh, you can reach out to us at our email address. That is nerdsmash.tc at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up there. And we have a Facebook page as well, uh, the Nerd Smash Talkcast. Look for us. Uh, feel free to join the page. Hit us up if you uh, want to reach out to us there. But, man... Just a just a good week to be a nerd, Chalk Steve. Full of goodness. Yes. And uh, you know, I just want to wish everybody a happy May the Fourth be with you. Uh, or if you're listening to this on my holiday, Revenge of the Fifth, uh, I will properly address you on the correct holiday. <laughs> <laughs> May the fourth be with you. Always. Mm. See you on Revenge of the Fifth, y'all. Holla, 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 holla,